Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And I would send screenshots to people and be like, oh my God, I can't believe like, you know, this man finally exists. Like I finally found him. This is On the Fence with Monica Oksami. All right, you excited? My second ever episode. <laughs> and I get to record my friend who turns out to be a boss. This is, this is not entirely true uh yeah you have three olympic medals which i didn't know about until i literally looked you up on wikipedia for this episode <laughs> we've literally known each other for four years four years now officially yeah and i never i mean again have you ever googled me no i have actually oh okay i haven't that's a lie that's a lie i just wanted to make you feel bad oh, i was supposed to be like okay well i'm a bad friend <laughs> <laughs> i guess it comes out on my episode i'm a bad friend no no you're you're that's i mean yeah why would you we're like we're close friends like i don't i have never googled any friend of mine unless i'm like trying to brag about i mean i brag about you but i just just didn't know about all about all three you just thought i was like a nice person do you just want to say your name nice and fancy with your accent because i could do it but it just never sounds as nice as yours okay and and then you have you have to say your name but you have to say it also nice and fancy with the proper accent i'm Daniel leva I am a three-time Olympic medalist, like you mentioned, in gymnastics. Did it for like 20 plus years. Uh, went to two Olympics, uh, London and Rio, uh, which is where we met. Actually, no. Yeah, we did. We met at the Olympics, uh, which is really great. Really? I thought we saw it. Well, I definitely, you were at the 100 Days Out event, no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We also, yes. Uh, I definitely saw you there. I don't know if we actually spoke there. There were so many people and so many things happening all at once. That... Yeah, I mean, I was also like a child at a candy store. <laughs> so yeah, okay, and you and you are, ma'am. Your name is Monika Aksan. See, you never you never heard it in Polish. I say it. I that's how when I speak about you to other people, I say your name like that. When I heard you say your name in English, I was like, that sounds very weird. Yeah, it's funny because there's also different ways people say my last name, even it being in English. Like I hear Aksamit, Aksamit, and then obviously my least favorite is Askamit. Askamit. <laughs> Actually, like, we're off topic, but I remember in, like, middle school or high school, I got a letter from the mayor, I don't know, congratulating me for something, but he spelled my last name A-U-K-A-M-I-T. And I was like, this is the mayor? I'm getting a letter from the mayor and he can't spell my last name? <laughs> that sounds, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, but I say, yo, oh, yeah, my friend Monica Aksamit. I say it like that, which is probably also wrong, but close enough. No, that sounds, that's perfect. Aksamit, you nailed it. Noise. Uh, we're totally off topic. We're already four minutes in. We haven't even touched on. <laughs> Listen, there's always an intro. We're getting there. That's what happens when you have friends having a conversation. I think it's more interesting. People would have never found out about the mayor. Actually, I haven't even, I haven't even thought about that story since for a long time. Exactly. So exactly. Fine. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, as you're saying, today's topic is dating a narcissist because in our conversations, we've both learned that we have both had the wonderful interaction an opportunity with one well with a couple on my end <laughs> for me it's one narcissist the other one's like i don't know he's had everything like definitely a sociopath also narcissistic tendencies 
He was just a hot mess. You just had to go big, huh? Had to go big. Had to go big. Yep, for sure. Just, you know, had to get somebody that encompasses it all. But I don't really even know. Like, I thought about how to describe, like, a narcissist. Like, a roller coaster is kind of the only way I really have thought of it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, roller coaster. Roller coaster and just toxic as hell. Absolutely. I'm really curious to hear about your your story. Because, I mean, first of all, (laughs) this is your podcast. No, but... But I also, I don't know if we've ever actually fully dived into it. Like we've had the conversation here and there, but we've really only like touched on it very briefly and then moved on and talked about, you know, random things. Please <laughs> tell me about about uh, yeah. this person. So, um, well, we, we kind of saw it on like happening, unfolding on TikTok as uh, kind of we all did. First of all, he started off being so charming and perfect in every single way, which like, I don't know, in, in all of his like TikTok posts, like he's this gentleman and he opens all the car doors. And again, just this amazing gentleman. And I kind of, I don't know, I take people with a grain of salt. I stay far away from them and I like just slowly get to know them. But he was like checking all the boxes. And I was like, geez, like sounds too good to be true. He read as very, very mature just literally perfect that's literally the way i describe it of perfect he met my sister he went camping with us he called me on the phone every time like every night and then afterwards he would we would hang up he would text me as well and say like the sweetest things just perfect so this all kind of started happening he just knew he knew all of the things he knew exactly what to say for every situation when it wasn't I guess when it was like in the beginning, like he just like he knew how to properly maneuver his way into convincing you. Literally spot on. Um, and it's just like it just again, just all seemed too good to be true. But it just kept happening. And I would send screenshots of people and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe like, you know, this man finally exists. Like I finally found him. He was constantly obsessed with TikTok and he was constantly on his phone whenever like we would be together. And there was times where I literally would like rip it out of his hand and like be like, okay, listen, like this is TikTok. This is social media. It's not real. Like these people don't really care about you. Just, you know, take a step back. And as somebody that, I mean, you and I both understand that of we've been on social media for a long time. It's really fun and exciting in the beginning. But then you realize that like, you know, these aren't real people. (laughs) And, you know, like, it's crazy because it like, of course, they're real people, but it's more it's the fleeting aspect of it. You know, it's it it is such an incredibly fickle thing, you know, and I think that's 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 also part of like the allure for people who don't fully understand that, like you said, to an extent, it's almost not real. And for a person like him, it's almost as if it was exactly what he needed because it was constantly feeding his ego. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the, my point isn't like, it's not like they're real and whatever, they don't matter. They do because they're our followers. And in a sense, yeah, like our friends, but it's more like at any point in time, the app can literally be removed. Like Vine vanished it's and then absolutely. everybody was left without anything. I mean, TikTok was on the chopping board for so long and the app would have been gone and you're just back to a regular person. That's it, you know? So... I kind of tried to explain that to him. I saw his ego going through the roof. I literally watched it changing and I kept like explaining to him like, listen, like this is just an app. Like you have a real family. You have real friends. Like these aren't your real friends because they don't even know the real you because you can't on social media. And I mean, even like I try to be real as hell on social media. There's still things that I end up altering, right? Because I don't necessarily like them or I'm still choosing my words. But like I'm kind of an idiot or not an idiot, but like... I say dumb things all the time, but you check your your caption a million times. The thing is that people people tend to forget that social media, especially uh, on a platform, uh, I mean, Instagram is kind of notorious for that, but TikTok 
although it is a little more real, like you said, it is still it's still a highlight reel. You know, there's quite yeah. literally like an editing option, you know, and you can redo the thing over and over again. It's not a, a, a live stream constant that people will will see exactly who you are. And even even in that situation, it, you we always tend to kind of veer towards the safe path of making sure that we are to an extent still likable. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, he, you can just see that's all he cared about nonstop. He was, like, thinking about his TikToks. He was telling me how many followers he gained on Instagram and how many followers he gained on TikTok and how many likes his video got, how many views. It was just, like, literally every day. And, again, I like, I know there's a point when I was growing and I was like, oh, my God, like, I've gained, you know, a 1,000 in a week. But it was just, again, nonstop. That's all he talked about. And then we kind of started, like, whenever we would bicker or have any kind of fight, he never apologized, ever. Like, never took any responsibility for anything, and it was always but. And then he would try to turn around, like, I would say, like, he left, like, these flirtatious comments on people's posts, and then he'd be like, well, you left a comment on this guy's post. And I was like, okay, but why didn't you bring that up before? Why are you bringing up that right now? Like, I made that comment two weeks ago. Right. So why didn't we talk about it then? Like, this isn't the time. If something bothers you, bring it up, or we'll finish this conversation, and you can say, actually, you know, when I think about it, this also bothers me. Like, when I'm right. saying, like, I'm upset with this, that's not the time for you to be like, well, you're doing this. That's not helping but anybody. But as we all know now, obviously, because hindsight is twenty twenty. that is just classic gaslighting. That is literally all that it is. Like, you're you're trying to bring some, something up. And by the way, to touch on your earlier point, it's, it's exactly what it is. They People who are narcissistic, they don't ever take accountability. And in my experience, the only time the person ever took accountability was if at any point it was going to be beneficial for them. Other than that, exactly, it would always be, oh, no, no, but, no, but, yeah, but me, I'm... The word but drives me crazy now because that's all I ever heard. And then it was like, when I, we, we got into one fight, and it was actually literally the TikTok that I posted about eventually when I was fed up with all this was when he posted that I'm single just because his other one blew up and he was he knew he'd get a whole bunch of all of his people flirting with him. And he, he didn't even like think, I don't think. And he literally left my house the day before and posted this TikTok about how he's single, um, which was just upsetting because I don't know. Okay, yeah, we said we're not gonna we're not gonna be public about things until I like until we both know that we actually see this going long term. I mean, still, I don't know. I I was the same way. I didn't post that I'm single anywhere because that wasn't the case. I was Dude, seeing a, somebody. It, that's somebody. The, it to 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 an extent, and in, to my perception of the whole situation, that's just a lack of respect. Absolutely. That's, that's genuinely all that it is. It's just because, like you said, you don't have to be like, oh, my love, this is a person I, this is, I want to marry this person, be with this person. No, but you also don't have to say things like, I'm single, because you know, you know what that's going to bring, especially because you know the kind of content that you're putting out there, my dude. Like, it is literally just, <laughs> it is it's it's a sneaky thirst trap you know what i mean and it, it's a calculated thirst trap because it's not just like a look at my abs glistening it's just like i'm a good guy i'll open the door for you and i'll give you wine suggestions <laughs> that's that's literally what it was he knew that he'd get a whole bunch of comments and he knew that all the women would be th like you know saying how hot he is and how perfect he is and oh my god i'll help you with that whatever so I like flipped out on him, obviously. And I was like, dude, I was like, this is absurd. I'm done with this. And he's like, well, I'll delete. I was like, no, I don't care if you're going to delete it. You already posted it. That's the point for me. Not if you go and delete it right now. He did delete it. And we had this whole long conversation where she called me sobbing, crying. Sobbing. 
and he's like i like i care so much about you like please don't break up with me and i was like you just literally posted how you're single you want to be single be single anyways and with his narcissistic abilities and knowing i don't know they always learn everything that you they you want he talked me back it's, into it's this. Ju- it's just classic manipulation. Yeah. That's all that it is. It's it's understanding exactly what to say, how to say it, when to say it, to reel us back in. Yep. Happens. Happens to everyone. Yep. That happened. Then there was, I, obviously, like, through COVID and all that stuff, I started struggling financially and started panicking about how I'm going to be paying my bills. And I started applying for jobs to, to figure out how to do things. Meanwhile, he has a solid job making an absurd amount of money. And then he, while he knows that I'm like staying up till 3 a.m. filling out job applications and like crying about how I don't know what I'm going to do and I actually remember, I think we we spoke about it very briefly at one point. I remember you being like insanely stressed and, 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 and by the way, you don't show it, but I know, you know, I'm lucky enough to be your friend and you kind of like confided in me, but, and I remember you telling me that. And so what did he, what was he saying? He like in that same conversation, like I, I think I like we kind of finished talking about it. And then he goes, he was like, well, I just paid off like $10,000 in my school loans and like refinanced. And then like, you know, like when you're shocked and you just kind of don't know what to say. And I was like, oh, like, cool. Like, that's great for you. And he's like, yeah. And then I pay like $5,000 off of my car. And I like, I was like, and I was like, I was like, dude. I'm stressed out and crying and really upset and here you're bragging to me. And I was like, this isn't, I can't do this. And I hung up on him. And then we like continued talking about it again, called me crying hysterically. And he's like, I don't know why I did that. That was so insensitive. Of me. I know why blah, he blah, did blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. I know. I, I mean, he knows why he did it too. Like, I mean, he, your problems didn't matter because he had, he just had a win. So he needed you to continue to validate him. Like, what he that was that was his the scenario that happened in his head he didn't he didn't hear anything that you said anything oh no no he didn't he didn't see that you were crying he was just like yeah wow i did all of this hey check this out and you were just like (laughs) what yeah there were so many times that we were speaking and i could just tell that he wasn't even listening he wasn't even hearing the words that were coming out of my mouth like he was already starting to say a sentence i was like did you listen to anything that i just said and he would just be like huh no like yeah i listened and i was like like literally your statement that you just told me just proves that you didn't listen but it gets better when i started finding out everything that happened on the back end so i i saw a comment that he left on some girls post that they were looking what did they say that they're cute and funny girls but boys don't want to talk to them and they're just looking for a boyfriend and he commented hi and i saw that while i was in mexico and i was like no this is the last straw and i like commented underneath and i was like i'm pretty sure they're looking for a guy that that or that a guy that is single or something and then i just lost it i lost it i went crazy because it was just like the last straw and we had the same conversation so many times and he just completely continued to disrespect me so then i made my tiktok of like this entire time he's been acting single to all of you guys but we've been dating and as you know that one blew up i think it has like 1.5 or 1.6 million views at this point i didn't know yeah. all that that's amazing. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it went it went wild, but as Wait, it like so, but here's 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 the thing that it, I'm so sorry to cut you off. No, it's I fine. just I I can't get over the thought of him, <laughs> dude. Like he did he wasn't even smart, like he wasn't even smart about it. He did it public publicly, and not even like publicly, like on the internet, which is like twice as exposed. Like you you literally 
saw his comment that he it gets it gets oh, better. Oh my god, my dude, my dude. It gets better. No, it doesn't, Monica. No, it doesn't. Stop it. Uh-huh. Um, so again, this is blowing up. I started having kind of anxiety because I don't I don't like this kind of attention. I don't like the drama. And I started seeing it happening. I was like, oh my God. Like I I knew this would I knew people would be seeing this, but I didn't expect this to happen. And he starts texting me like, I'm getting death threats. Like, you need to take this shit down, blah, blah, blah. His sister messages me. And she's like, you need to think about other people. And then as I'm like, we were sitting in a van about to go to dinner. And I get, I see a comment that pops up. And it says that we matched on the on a dating app in LA. He and I and my sister went on a trip to California for her 18th birthday. And we invited him because my sister really liked him. Because he's a narcissist and is capable of convincing everybody like him. So we were in L.A. together. We had a fight at the end. We kind of talked about things. I was like, listen, I don't like based on this. I don't know if I see like us in the long term. And we kind of talked it out. We hugged goodbye. We kissed goodbye. He got into an Uber and went on his way. In this Uber, I found out he he downloaded Hinge and started matching with people. He matched with this girl and they even exchanged snaps. So I saw this comment and I... Just like, I can't believe I literally just thought about deleting this and like taking down this video. It gets better. And then people start coming forward that he was, he matched, he was on, people saw him on Tinder. People saw him on, what, um, what other dating, Bumble. Um, they were matching with him. Then women are coming forward that he was DMing with them. Like, I think I have like 16 or 17 screenshots from different women about Dude. them DMing. Dude. Flirting. <laughs> flirting dude it's not over it gets better this is like literally this was like the never-ending saga for like two weeks of information i kept getting turns out he was dating a girl since december no <laughs> when he when he slid into my dms and started talking to me they continued talking for two weeks while or dating while we were talking until she saw my comments on his tiktoks and she lost it and she unfollowed him and blocked him on everything. That's how that ended. He didn't end it. She ended it because she saw about it. And when I called him out on it, he was like, well, we weren't talking. Cause, and I was like, what are you talking about? We literally talked uh -huh. every single day. And he's like, but we were messaging right. on TikTok and then we were Snapchatting. And I was like, and that's because you asked for my phone number. And I said, no, because I don't share my number very often because I had a stalker at one point. Especially not online. Yeah. And, and I was like, so you asked for my number, I think like three or four days into us messaging on TikTok. And I said, no, we moved on to Snap. But we were talking every single day. And I was like, that's not talking to you. And he's like, well, it's not talking until you're talking on the phone. Dude. Dude. <laughs> he agreed. We went camping that weekend. I was going with my sister, her boyfriend, and her friends. And I invited him. He agreed to go on this camping trip while he was still dating this girl. No, dude. Yeah. <laughs> No yeah. way, dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I said better on the internet, he was in a, like, this this girl who, I don't know, has like 1.2 million followers on TikTok, duetted his one video, and they had a whole full flirting session in all of her comments where they were talking about going on dates. I don't know how I never saw this beforehand, but when my video blew up, people started text tagging me, being like, oh my god, this was in July. He was messaging with some other girl. He was messaging with women while he was in my house, while I was cooking him breakfast. And all of this. And he told me, wait, oh, my God. The, my, I, think, I think the one, and I, I called him out on it, and I called him, and I flipped out on him. He 
There's this girl that he knew from college. She told me that they spoke maybe twice. They had some mutual friends, but she was like, I would never call him my friend. And he followed her or he was following her. I don't know. He like randomly messaged her and they were flirting and he, and she was like, oh, my birthday. And he's like, oh, I'll have to remember that. And then like at 1220 AM on her birthday, he messaged her happy birthday. She posted photos and he po- sent fire emojis. So I called him and I was like, my dude, what the hell it was this? Like you've had an excuse for everything. How are you going to excuse this? He's like, I was catching up with an old college friend. And I was like, this, I was like, this is flirting. He's like, no, he's no. like, this isn't flirting. And I was like, no. messaging her at 1220. I was like, there's friends that I don't message on their birthday or I message two days later. That's a friend. I was like, if I'm flirting with a guy, you best damn believe at 1201, I'm sending him a message. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was my story. Okay. Here's my thing. I'm normally very good at responding and and coming up with just different things to say and like anecdotes and and relating certain points i'm ge- i'm genuinely speechless i have i don't have i don't yeah i don't know yeah yeah i called him when i was in mexico and um <laughs> i reamed him out it was actually oh because one of the girls sent me a screenshot of them talking and he agreed to go on a date with her of course he did. And then he gaslit her when she saw my video. She sent him a message. And, oh, and he was of like, course he did. And he's like, no. He's like, we were hanging out with his friends. She's like, I literally wrote a wine date. And he's like, well, oh, and then he, oh my God. I forgot this part too. He said, but she did this while we were in LA. She DM'd people to hang out with them, which I, I did. Yes. But it was a TikTok friend that I've been like friends with. And here and there, we like jump on each other's lives. We don't message every day. We've literally never DM'd until I was in California and we talked about surfing and he surfs. And I was like, oh, I'll be there with a whole group of people if you want to come down. Like, you know, like we can actually meet in person. We can go surfing. You can help teach me. Yes. Messaging somebody the way that he was implying is it is if you would have said, hey, do you want to go surfing? Period. Not, hey, I'm going surfing with a group of people. Would you like to join? Bingo. And he knew about it too. He was, and he was so jealous. And I right. should have known that because the fact that he was so jealous over, over the situation, even like told him about it. And he's like, he definitely wants to sleep with you. And I was like, maybe, but who cares? Because we're in a group and we're on a beach. So even if he wants to sleep with me, where would you do that? And also you are not him, which means that you, regardless of that, you, you're dating somebody. Right. And, you know, you're not a, you're not a shit person so yeah so that was that was my, my story with the narcissist it, it makes it was honestly it's funny because i've been thinking about doing the pod a, a podcast for a while i never knew what direction to go in but when this all started happening a bunch of women started being like dude you need to start a podcast and that's when i was like you're right you're right i do i have enough stories and this is definitely a big one and i think it's also relatable i don't think a lot of people understand that they're well, what they're dealing with and why they're dealing with it and why they can't get out of it is because they're literally being manipulated the entire time and you just don't realize how shitty the situation is. It might even help a bunch of people. Like, it might it might yeah. be one of those moments where, you know, since we've been talking about TikTok so much, I've learned so much on TikTok just by, like, watching things and being like, oh, that happens to me all the time. Is that what I have? Is that what it is? And so you could definitely be in a situation where... Like right now, we're talking about this in this episode, and there could be somebody listening, and they could, they could be like, is that what's happening? Yeah. 
exactly you actually help some people out yeah i mean i kind of when i when my whole story of like me cheating that's gonna be a whole or me cheating me getting cheated on that's gonna be another episode but when i told people that he started attacking me and blaming me for it the entire time and like no matter what i said he's like well i know you cheated on me and i tell people that they're like oh he was projecting oh 100 percent yeah, that's it. yeah and then you feel stupid so at least you know hopefully somebody listening to this maybe maybe one person will realize i mean i hope i i hope nobody actually is in a narcissistic relationship because this is horrible but if they are but we do live in the world and it happens all the time way more often than we would right if they are maybe i can help maybe we can both help enlighten them and they can run run for the hills absolutely yeah so my story is is a little bit different because i'm the kind of person who i i always want to make a person feel happy right that's what makes me happy i try and do everything and i go like over the top to make that person happy. Now, of course, I'm not a perfect person. You know, there was there's a lot of things that I'm I'm still working on. You know, that's why we go to therapy. And and there's a lot of things that I've I've realized about myself that has absolutely affected in any relationship that I was in. But regardless, I've still always kind of found my own love language, right? And for me, it's like doing small things for the person that I'm with. But like similar to whatever uh, Poo Poo Face his name is, whatever his name is. Uh, who cares they are incredible convincers right they are just phenomenal manipulators now I, I mentioned that I experienced more than than one manipulator in my life the first one was was my my stepdad and my coach right and that was a more aggressive manipulation this was way more of a tender manipulation so it was something that was very sneaky it was like very under the rug and I, I didn't really notice until it was like far too late and there was just like a lot of things that was happening that I just kept realizing only in retrospect after we had broken up that I was just constantly being used as an emotional dumpster. There was a certain point in time where some like really, really not great things happened where I got stuck in an apartment with my ex and her new girlfriend and it was my apartment and the new girlfriend had moved from South Africa and originally the plan was she was going to stay there for a bit while she was looking for an apartment and then everything was going to be fine and then the apocalypse hit. And then we got stuck in the apartment. I decided, because it made the most sense to me, I'm going to sleep on the couch, you two sleep in the bed. Because what was I going to do? Sleep on the bed with my ex-girlfriend or sleep on the bed with <laughs> her girlfriend or make both of them sleep on the couch? Didn't make any sense. I just want to say, um, sorry I'm interrupting, but um, the fact that you were kind enough and like selfless enough to allow this situation to happen, that's just, that's, that's, that's beyond me. That's a that's- whole... See, that's actually something that that's really interesting. That that comes from like earlier on in the relationship where I was the one who actually brought up potentially trying to be in a polyamorous relationship because something that happened even earlier where I noticed she was into girls and she was not accepting that side of her. And I said, so you're into girls? And she's like, what? No. And I was like, mm, OK, maybe repeat the story. And then she would tell me the story and I'd like look at her like and she's like, what? And I was like, mm, you'll get there. Three months later, she was like, I'm into girls. And I was like, you yeah, know, I, I knew this. And so from there stemmed, I was like, you know, like you're you're kind of just starting college right now. I I truly hope that this, you know, turns into a very long term thing, but I don't want you to regret anything. So I need us to communicate and I need us to figure out what's going to be the way that you explore this side of you so that we will never have any resentment towards each other. That was my that's that was my mentality. That was like how I wanted to move forward. You know, after a long time of us talking, she thought that it was just me trying to like do things. And I was like, no, like you don't see what's happening. 
we agreed everything was fine. What started happening was that I started seeing that she was getting way more emotionally invested in some of these people and I was, and it was interesting. And so I started doing a lot of research and I came across polyamorous relationships. And so I brought up this option to her. And at first, again, it was met with a lot of rejection, a lot of like, you just want to see other people and this and that. And I was like, you don't, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. I hate that. There's so many times like where... I mean, I get, I get where she's coming from the same time, but like you trying to do something for this person and they're like, no, you have your own intentions. Like, no, some people are right. actually selfless and we <laughs> actually want you to be happy. That's, that was my entire, because I was happy with her, you know, but I could see that there was to an extent, there was like something missing for her. I know now what it is and I'll get there in a second, but I, so I brought this up, you know, after a while of us actually finally talking about it she was like oh, okay yeah this makes sense i was like cool we can start really slow it's all good she started seeing somebody like halfway didn't really work out i was like okay that's fine whenever i would even bring anything up about like oh this person's cute she'd be like oh, and i'd be like mm, never mind right which is not a polyamorous relationship uh <laughs> but then she met this girl in december in la we all met this girl in december in la then they started dating everything was somewhat copacetic until Again, anytime I would bring up like, hey, this girl's actually really interesting. I think I might, oh, what? Why? You know, and then I'd be like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind then. Ridiculous, ridiculous. It was always a constant double standard. I can do this. I can do this, but no, like what? No, what? Am I not enough? Like what? You know, constant. Like you said, and anytime I would try and bring something up, it would always be spun around. So that's why I got to that point where you know they were dating. And actually, we were still dating uh, when they, when all of us were in the apartment, and I was still like decided to be on the couch because I wanted to give the new couple a chance. <laughs> so you were the beard, and I don't know if it works. Same thing for women, but you were just yeah. you were just there. Yeah, and still, I would do essentially everything for both of them. You know, the emotional dumpster. Like I said, I was dealing with a lot. I was noticing for a while now, for almost. Over a year, I was noticing that like things just weren't okay. At a certain point, after us talking over and over and over again, I broke down and I was like, I don't think you understand how alone I feel. I've never felt so alone. And I'm literally living with you and I feel alone, right? And I was like, I was like crying, sobbing in the car. And then she, like, she was like crying and stuff like that. But like nothing changed, like nothing changed. We finally got to this talk and she was like, oh, you know, I helped her obviously pull it out of her and she was like yeah I just like I don't I'm not really attracted to men and I was like that's great this isn't gonna work out and she was like no but and I was like <laughs> no that was my out I'm taking it even still even after in fact this is something that I might want to talk about in my own podcast but do you remember there was a certain point in late March uh, maybe early April when I was doing my podcast and I did a whole episode apologizing about like being out because I went to go see like a friend. It was like the like the peak of like the lockdown. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Well, that was because of her. That was because she convinced me that I should go with her. And I was like, I really don't, I like don't really feel comfortable going, you know? She's like, no, but come on. Like, what do you, you like don't want to hang out with me? And I was just like, <laughs> so I went and then that happened. And the amount of anxiety you, it it's it was just astronomical right so all of that happened and and it got to the point where i was like i'm done i can't take it anymore oh so i rented God. a car and i drove across the country and now 
from then, I got to Miami in April, uh, the Wednesday after Easter. And since then, almost like every single day, reflecting, I have noticed more and more like, wow, I made so many excuses for so many things that happened. But it's because of that, the same thing that happened to you, we were constantly switched our, our mentality and our and our views and our, our perception of the situation was constantly like oh yeah no but yeah no but and there was rarely any any accountability taken on their end never never no accountability ever it's always but every single time mm-hmm. never i'm sorry it's but well but you did this but this but this the latest thing- like i told him i was like you need to get off of social media you don't deserve social media he's like so anybody that's disrespected somebody doesn't deserve social media i was like you treat social media as if it's a dating app right i was like so no you don't deserve it the latest thing that happened um which was just incredible i i still to this day i'm i'm like i can't believe it we dated for four and a half years right we i i'm like religious in like my own like way uh practices like different religion like it's a very popular religion in cuba it's called yoruba um mainstream people call it like santeria and stuff like that it's not what people think it is at all but anyways there's like certain things that we have and a lot of it was still left in la you know because i literally just grabbed whatever i could and, and drove and there was a there was a point where she was like hey listen i'm gonna I'm going to move out. What do you want me to do with this stuff? And I was like, hey, can you, would you mind sending it to me? I'll send you whatever money you need. Please wrap it, wrap it properly, you know, uh, and send it over. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I was like, just, you know, make sure you wrap it. She's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It'll get there on Tuesday. Tuesday comes around and I open the box. There was two boxes. Everything was broken. Everything was shattered. And I was like, and, and it's not just like any, it wasn't just like anything, right? They're like religious items, right? And they were shattered. And I sent her a text and I was like, yo, I, I, I literally sent and she was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe it. Like, we told them that it was fragile. Ugh. She said. The mailman that picked it up? Hey, dude, it's fragile. There's some million people that touch it. You got to wrap it, wrap it properly, write fragile all over it. I, she was like, oh, we wrote fragile on the box. I said, there was two boxes. N- neither of them on any side said fragile. None of them. And like, they will blatantly say things to you that aren't true. And you're like, but. I literally see it doesn't say it, but why are you lying? I'm going to, I'm going to use your own words. It gets better. Oh God. She, <laughs> she literally goes, just call, just call FedEx and give them uh, your information. And they'll, they'll like send you the money. They'll like, you know, send you the money for it. And I was like, you, you wrapped ceramic. You put ceramic in the same box, ceramic and porcelain in the same box as cast iron, metal, and like and like certain rocks and you wrapped it in paper <laughs> you wrapped it in paper and i was like not even like bubble wrap and then she never answered that was the end of the conversation she oh, never said sorry at any point she never took any accountability for it she was never like oh my god i'm so she was just like oh call fedex they'll figure it out i sent her like over 200 dollars to send me that stuff by the way oh my god i just i don't have words for these people and it's just like again you were the one that saw this and you were trying to help her and she just like your belongings and she just couldn't give two shits. Mm-hmm. And my when my mom saw it, she was like, I bet she did it on purpose. And I was like, you know what? I don't I don't believe she did. I actually think it's worse than that. I believe that she was so indifferent about it because if she would have done it on purpose, it means that she would have actually still felt something. It means that she would have actually like had some sort of thought and right. and feeling behind the action but it right. was it was 
the amount of indifference that she was just like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't. And that's a, that's worse because, again, yeah. four and a half years, four and a half no. years and nothing. Like, if it was nothing, I'm done with you. Wow. But the craziest thing about that, that, you know, like, hopefully you're you're either at that at that position or at that point in your life now. I don't know if you were, but when all of that happened as angry as I could have been, I would have had all the right to just be, just been absolutely livid it was almost reassuring i saw it and i was like hmm nice okay great good it was like all of the decisions that i had made and everything that i was realizing and all of this reflecting and 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 looking at things the way that they really were i was right and this was the proof and i was like thank the universe you know thank everything that has allowed me to be now in this position where my eyes are finally open and I don't have to feel like tied down to a person like this anymore. Yeah, it's like normal after like whatever kind of breakup you think about it and you're like, did I do the right thing? Or even if you are thinking about breaking up with somebody, you're like, Am is this the right thing? Am I looking at this clearly? Whatever. But something like that happens. And you're like, yeah, no, thank God I made those decisions. I was absolutely correct. This just confirms it. I'm out and you can just clean, wash your hands of it and out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Damn. I'm sorry you went through that. It's good. I'm sorry you went through yeah, yours. But, you know, We're, we are definitely much better people now. We're out. We have a, a podcast episode about it. <laughs> I We're not with manipulative, narcissistic people. I think we're winning. I absolutely think you're winning. And I am going to even call myself out um, because I messed up. You know, we were supposed to do this yesterday and I they got away from me. And, you know, it was bad. And you let me know. And I was like, yep, you're right. Didn't make any excuses. I was just like, yep, you're right. My bad. It was a it was a poopy thing to do. <laughs> and I'm sorry. But that's taking accountability. And I just feel like if more people were, you know, strong enough to, to swallow their pride and set their ego aside for just a second, things can move so much more smoothly. I agree. And I think that comes with, like, people just need to be seeing therapists. But there is an amazing book I read. Um which I'm kind of going to dive into this probably later in an episode, but it was about, it's like how to inf influence people and make friends or how to make friends and influence people, whatever. I don't know if you ever read that book. No, yeah, book. I've heard about it's it. It's amazing. I own it. I'll send it to you. You can read it. Um, but it's actually people have a hard time with if you're fighting with somebody and I'm telling you you did something wrong, it's not in your nature to accept it. You fight it. Yeah, because you're in that whole... Yeah. Like yeah. defense thing. So that's, it's a huge thing of like, we need to shut down and be aware of that and be not shut down, like stop and be like, okay, is there truth to what they're saying? Like their like, feelings mm -hmm. are hurt, you know, and still any way doesn't, doesn't even matter. Like if, and this pot at the end of this podcast, you call me and you're like, Hey, I was really upset that you said this. And like, I might've not meant it, you mm -hmm. know, in a, in a kind of a bad way, but I'll be like, uh, first of all, I'm very sorry. I, you know, and that's the first thing you should be saying or not, like not instead of, you know, defending yourself later, you Absolutely. can be like, listen, I didn't mean it. This is what I meant. But your first word should be literally, I'm sorry. And then the conversation is going to go a completely different way. If I call you, I'm like, you're just being insensitive, whatever. We're never going to get like anything ha happening. Right. You just continue to escalate rather than di diffusing the situation. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We're going to dive into what I think is going to be my uh, favorite segment. We're going to talk about red flags where we just talked about a lot of red flags, <laughs> but people, people agree and disagree on them. So do you think different sleeping patterns are a red, like somebody going to sleep later than you mm. or going, you uh, know, waking up earlier than you in, in what context though? Be, and I only ask this because I, my sleep pattern is so fickle also 
So like I need to ask in what in what context? Let's say you and I are dating and every single night I go to sleep at 830 and I wake up at, f- I don't know, 4 a.m. OK. And do you have like a, a, a like actual significant reason for it? That's, that's just how I'm wired. Right. I'm getting so into this. It's, it's weird, right? It's definitely different. But I mean, I don't know. It's It's interesting, right? Because I would just have to know more about the situation. I would just say that's not an immediate red flag because okay. it's just like I don't because I don't know what uh, what else the context is. And I and again, I only say that because like me myself, like I last night, I literally went to bed at three in the morning and I woke up at seven. But that doesn't happen all the time. Like the, the night before that, um, I think I went to bed at like 11 and I didn't w- wake up until nine. And gotcha. that never happens. Right? right. It's just so it's weird. That's an interesting one. I had never heard about that one. Yeah, I would say I kind of thought about it when I made the whole list and like a whole bunch of people were sending them to me. But I would say for me, I don't know if I could deal with that long term if we're going to sleep at different times, because I know I definitely when I'm going to sleep, I definitely want to like lay down and, you you know, do that whole snuggle thing. Um, I also. Oh, like you. Are you talking about more so like if you're living together? Well, yeah. Well, if you're living together, I feel like that's an incredibly different well, yeah. You know, I mean, I, you, you're eventually going to live with this person if you're dating them. Right, 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 right. But I mean, I see my, like my mind was still in like the 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 beginning stages of the relationship. Right. I didn't realize if you're living together, that's weird. All right. So is that a red flag for you when you're living with this person or not? Oof. Again, I'm I'm not going to give a hard yes on that one, because, again, like what are the okay. circumstances? You know what I mean? OK. OK. Fair enough. Um, they're secretive about the little things. Mm. Mm. That's a, that's an interesting one to tackle about what little things. Oh my God. You need to know the specifics on everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You ask sorry, me, I'm sorry. okay. You ask me why'd I take so long? Oh, you don't need to know. That's a red flag. Okay. I absolutely agree. hundred percent. Especially, especially exactly what you just said there. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. That's a red, red flag. flag. Same thing for me. Okay. Because because that just create that creates an unnecessary amount of of tension, like it like why did why did you need to not right. why did you need to hide that like why why do you need to make me feel un, unsure about why you took long yeah for like me as a, like such an extremely open person like I can have any conversation if I'm dating you like I'll answer any of your questions because I think you should you know that's mm-hmm. how you get to know me um, and I rather I rather end things sooner rather than later. So like if you're asking me like deep personal questions in the beginning, I'm like, yes, actually let's do this. If you hate me, let's end this now. So for someone as me being so open, being secretive just makes it seem like something's wrong. You're hiding something. I don't, I just don't need it if you don't want to talk about it. Right. And I feel like there's definitely a difference between being secretive and remaining private. You know, there's like, there, there's, it's like a, there's a fine line between, I guess it's at the at the end of the day, it's all about communication, right? And it's just letting the person know, like, hey, I prefer to keep this part of whatever private for whatever reason. You know, I've, I'm sure it'll come out eventually, but if it, especially if it's like in the beginning. But as long as you communicate it, like you don't, like I said, you don't need to be making unnecessary amount of tense moments in in something like that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing on your phone? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Why? Why was that? Why did you do that? You know? Right. Yeah, no, red flag for me. Hard, hard red flag. All right, our last one, chewing with your mouth open. Ew, <laughs> not even red, like maroon flag, like the darkest, deepest. That is such a massive pet peeve of mine. Disgusting. Close your mouth. I hate it. I hate it so much. <clears throat> I remember being at a training camp, 
And this kid was sitting telling a story. He's a great person, hilarious. But he was eating broccoli and he was telling a story. And I just thought he was just staring at his mouth. And he, like, stopped speaking. And, like, I must have been making a face probably the way that I am right now. And um, and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm looking, staring into a forest as you speak. Dude, but it's he like... He stopped. He never he never chewed with his mouth open after that. So Good. Thank the Lord. The thing is, are you five years old? Are you five years old? You're not? Close your mouth. Nobody wants to see... Nobody wants to see it. Close your mouth. Disgusting. Just like nobody call these people out? Like, you know, in, in, in their house? Out. In school? Yeah. With their friends? No one's like, shut your mouth? <laughs> Dude, I, by the way, um, on the national team... On the U.S. men's national team, there were so many people that chewed with their mouth open. And I was like, that's disgusting. Don't do it. They're like, no, just like makes food taste better this way. No, it doesn't. Hey, can I tell you something? No, it doesn't. Somebody literally tried to be like, yeah, because, you know, gets like the oxygen in there. I was like, you don't need it. Just mm, and swallow. That's it. What what about if you like close your mouth and take a deep (laughs) inhale? Do you not get oxygen there or does it work differently? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. D- that's disgusting hard no yeah that's a good one yeah well we're definitely in agreement on that one for sure my biggest pet peeve if i see that or somebody chewing gum with their mouth open i literally went the other direction when i was watching a bouncer chew with their mouth open on a piece of gum and i literally was like i'm not going into this bar and i just <laughs> kept walking my friends were there and i was like i'm not going into the bar i'm not doing it i can't even like have an interaction with this man i no Ugh, that's that's disgusting <laughs> yeah no kidding well great um, i think that's a great way to end it <laughs> talking about literally like one of the most disgusting things <laughs> i've ever seen listen um, i literally my last podcast well i mean at this point i don't know what when this is gonna come out i did a podcast episode where i was talking about drug testing and you know because you commented on it that whole episode was disgusting so don't feel bad <laughs> yeah that's okay that's all right people will at least people will know my red flags you know and now you're a red flags Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe it'll spare you, you know, some horrible dates down the line. Let's let's hope and pray, right? My goodness. Right, just send them this way and be like, hey, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, listen to this podcast. Um, there are some good tips and tricks at the end. Please don't miss those. <laughs> this was great. Thank you so much for having me on. No, thank you. This was awesome. Um, it's you know still new at this whole thing. Being able to do it with you made it a lot easier. I had a lot of fun, and I just hope they continue to be this way because this was awesome. I, I hope so, too. Bring me on again, and it will be this way. Hey, see what I did there? Blood myself. Don't worry. We already had that plan. We already talked about it. You're cheating. <laughs> Danelle, before we end this, I'd like to bring up that you also have a podcast called Out of Bounds, which I am personally a big fan of. Would you like to share how people can find it and how they can find you on social media? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for the shout out. You know, people can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. The handle is the same on both. It's Danelle J. Leva. It's all one word. D-A-N-E-L-L-J-L-E-Y-V-A. Both on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, And then my podcast is actually on Patreon and on YouTube. On YouTube, it's free and I post it every Saturday. Uh, But on Patreon, you can get the audio version. And that one's really cool because if you have the app, you can lock your phone and listen to it, you know, like a normal podcast. The only thing is that, you know, you have to pay $2 a month for that one because, well, I mean, you boys got to make some money. You know what I'm saying? But 
yeah, those are all the platforms that I'm on for now, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm sure there are going to be more that are, that'll pop up at some point. But yeah, thank you again so much for having me on. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.